Hey there, this is Arakai Moon with the Planets Are My Gods, and I'm coming to you for this May transit report. We are really in the thick of it, y'all. We are in the ceremony of so much richness, depth, and magic. We are at the precipice being asked to get in to the dirt, into the soils, into the root systems of our earth, of the roots of our lives of our value systems, examining is what we are growing, intending, watering, serving with every breath, every word, with our sex, with our dance, with our work, with our art, with our lives. Is it serving that which we are here to serve? Are we growing that which we are meant to grow so that we can harvest that which we want to eat. And this is the beauty of Taurus. We are in Taurus season and it is a ceremony and it is all about the temple within and without and the polarity of Scorpio. May 5th with the Scorpio eclipse, bringing us to our knees, asking us to let go, to finally get sober, to get clear, are we here? Are we present? Are we embodied? Or are we living a lie? Are we hiding from things inside of our minds? Are we hiding from the truth that lies just on the other side of that which we have been trying to find? Or are we still living a lie? Are we willing to be caught in these illusions, to feed these toxic relationships, to allow our essence to be diluted by our jobs or by society's obligations, by the contracts that we willingly or unwillingly feed ourselves to. This is the opportunity to have the strength and the courage to be willing to change, to be willing to bring all of these scared parts of you and open up these parts of you that might feel cynical and no trust, feel the betrayal and the doubt of being let go, of being let down, of feeling powerless or hopeless, victimized. This is the time to face the victim to face the perpetrator, to face this triangle grid that you might be in, pinging from victim, hero, perpetrator, caught in this wheel of samsara of our own making. This is the time to really allow ourselves to face ourselves, really. can have a lot of excuses. The other people won't do it. We keep trying to change, but nothing keeps changing. Taking the workshops, doing the medicine, going to the therapist, going to the family counselor, the marriage counselor, whatever it is. But are you willing to look at yourself? Are you willing to actually make the cuts, to make the changes that it takes? in order to truly heal, in order to truly 
integrate. We've got Mercury retrograde in Taurus, giving us this opportunity to examine our minds, to examine the ways that society, the ways that our work, the ways that our sex and love and food are affecting our actual brains and nervous system development and functioning. This is the time to be able to heal, be able to not only bring that which we value into our body and into our work, into our food and our money and our, and our yards and our life, our relationship with tending the land. It's a time to bring those value systems inside of our brains to see how we are in relationship with the dopamine, with the neurotransmitters, these chemical archetypes that inspire that give us drive and motivation to move out of the present state because Taurus can get rooted. It can get really stubborn. And that is also a good thing. Like, can you get stubborn? Can you get rooted and fight for the things that you are really here to grow and tend? Or are you going to let yourself get easily swayed by these other things, diluting, diluting your value systems, diluting your purpose? Starting out this month, May 5th, we had this scorpionic eclipse to really give us this harsh reflection, I think, to amplify the desire for change, to amplify any parts of our lives that we've been trying not to see any parts of ourselves, any parts of our relationships, any parts of the truth of where our energy is actually going. What and who is it of service to? And are we bonded with these systems or these relationships or these patterns? of addiction that bound us, keep us locked in these cycles that are draining, that are pulling on the reservoirs of our life, that are, that are withdrawing from the bank accounts of what was once, of what we think could be, is it sustainable? Sustainability is a really big theme for this month of May. Getting really clear with where our energy is going and how to truly support and tend that which we are here to grow. I feel like this month is a tearing down and a shredding of the ego and it's about building the ego up and not the ego that is like this part of us that is trying to keep us from our spirit and our soul and trying to keep us fighting and trying to keep us projecting and protecting itself at all costs. Not that kind of ego. That kind of ego needs to be shredded. The ego that is going to cling on no matter if it is actually in addiction and illusion. Now that part of the ego, let's let that go. Let's let that be humbled and shredded in the embarrassing, humbling light of awareness when we really allow ourselves to get naked 
before one another, before ourselves, and find grace and compassion. Find the, the way that you can look inside of that mirror with an open heart. Open yourself to show another that part of you and stay open so that you can change, so that you can forgive. You know, sometimes I think we hide things from other people because maybe they won't be as open with us. Maybe they would need to make boundaries with us, right? And I think this is a time of being really clear. Are we in consensual agreement fields with those that we are engaging with? Are we able to really give the other an opportunity to be in right relationship, to be in equal power? Are we trying to do these codependent or power over, power under kind of dynamics? Afraid to make boundaries, afraid that they will make boundaries, afraid to grieve. Are we bold enough to really look and be like, what is the karmic ask here? inside of this dynamic, if something feels off balance, it's not gonna be helping them either. We're missing something. It takes real discipline, it takes discernment, and it takes a lot of courage to be able to speak to these seemingly intangible things, these energetic discrepancies inside of our relationships. But when we speak to them, even before having the language of them, that's with that Mercury and retrograde, giving us the opportunity to learn the language of being able to speak to these energetic discrepancies, find solutions, finds connections and bridges. Can I build a bridge to you and you to me? Speaking to this world that is unseen, speaking to this, this world that is intangible but felt very deeply between us. There is so much potency there's so much magic here. Of course, there are places where it's not safe and you're going to be gaslit. You're going to be invalidated, you know, but isn't that also a really clear mirror? Because when we're really clear with our energy in this giving and receiving balance, when we decide to stay in integrity with that, we have to face all of the fear, all of the, the shame that was keeping us from being clear and in right relationship with that before, it was keeping us from being actually able to admit it to ourselves and to the other and bring it into awareness and integrity. You know, with Jupiter and its last degrees of Aries, Jupiter is like magnifying, remover of obstacles to the archetype that represents our independence, our ego, my needs, my desires, my instinctual body and rhythm. How do I know how to follow my impulses? How do I know how to advocate for my own needs? without feeling that they're too much or shameful or wrong. This is a perfect time with Jupiter there giving us all the energy to magnify any roadblocks, any obstacles keeping you from being who you really are, 
from being curious, from being bold and courageous to fall on your face, to be a, to be a newbie at something. You got to be hella awkward to be Aries. You know, learning surfing is one of the most humbling things. It is also one of the most radically challenging and fulfilling things that you can ever do as a human, I think. And it requires deep and radical presence, embodiment. You are fully engaged at every moment. You are going to die if you're not. (laughs) And you're also getting completely shredded by the most powerful element in creation in front of everyone, (laughs) like everyone watching you just get schooled. Partner dance also, in my opinion, one of the most humbling things that you can learn. It takes that boldness to be like, Ooh, I want to do that. Ooh, I'm going to do that. Ooh, I'm going to be a fool. I'm going to look like I don't know what I'm doing. And it really takes a lot to be able to stand in the reflection of another, to be try to guide her in these movements and then not know what you're doing, you know, but stay with an open heart. You know, there's all these defense mechanisms we want to do when we get nervous. We want to, we want to laugh it off. We want to, we want to sit there and, and make a joke of ourselves or make a joke of the thing or make a joke of the other person to not actually take ourselves seriously, to not actually get in it because the actual embarrassment of, of getting in it and really trying and still looking like a fool. Now that is humbling. But it requires that. You cannot up level. You cannot really grow if you're keeping yourself out of it. And don't want to look like a fool, making jokes of it, seeing yourself as the, the, the observer, the witness, not really into the group or into your body, into the experience itself. Aries is the full on. I am in this a hundred percent. There is no other thing going on here. It is primal animalistic nature of embodiment. It is that's safe. That's not Ooh, I want that. Ooh, I don't. I'm doing this. I'm doing it 100% all the way. You know, there's these other patterns with people that are trying to learn partner dance that are feeling embarrassed and, and it's like, Oh, they're going to, they're going to make you kind of look, feel stupid, look stupid because they feel shy, but really they kind of like outwardly look arrogant. You know, actually they're like feeling hella vulnerable, but they they're deactivating to this part where it's, they're avoiding you again, not being able to be in the full experience. And that Aries is like being in the full experience. And if you can keep your heart open in that, then you can actually be able to start to empathize, start to attune to the other, start to collaborate. You start to get some of those gifts of Libra, those deep desires of Scorpio, of full emergent experiences of being fully embodied energetically, physically, 
spiritually and bringing it to the container, to the union of another and merging these elements, combining them, making this third thing so fucking delicious, so good. But you lose all of that if you can't be inside of your own experience. And to me, there is so much relationships, societal dogmas, belief systems, keeping us out of our body, out of our presence, keeping us out of our desires. It's like monetizing and, and glorifying sexuality and all of this egoic st shit all the time. Yet the true connection to our desires is shamed and repressed. No, it's selfish. No, you're going to say something wrong. It's like, yeah, if you're going to say something wrong, then say it. And then if it really hurts somebody, are you able to, to stay open inside of that? You know? Or are you just going to shut down and not play the game? The game of life. This is what we're doing here. If you don't go for your desires and you try to like just spiritually bypass them and transcend them, you can't integrate them. When we try to get our needs met indirectly, it gets manipulative. We end up wanting our needs met. We're gonna try to do it. Better to go for it. Better to be honest about it. Not in this way of like, I'm just gonna be a douchebag. No, in this way of like, I really wanna trust and learn how to trust myself. And it is really scary when you're on the precipice of deep change, especially when it's, when it means something, you know, when you're about to create something, it's, it's so vulnerable when it's true. Like you can do a role, you can make a role and, and play a part and it is not near as devastating when you are not validated or you are not chosen or you are not seen in that part. But it also doesn't touch you when you get all the kudos for that part either because it's just a part, just a role. But when you are really on the edge of, of leaping off and exploring something new, of actualizing this deep desire this deep longing, this deep curiosity. When you're about to share your heart authentically with joy or vulnerability, with awkwardness, with, with confusion, with I have a question, with, with anything. Now that gets real. That is where it can really hit hard. That's when we can really get so wounded from not being able to be seen or who we are is wrong, sinful, not natural, not desired, not wanted, not good enough, all of those things keep us marginalizing these parts of ourselves, these parts of each other, 
And we are able to really do the work of Scorpio, asking us to get real and examine these parts and bring them out, out from under the table, out from under the depths of our oceanic beings and bringing them out onto the surface to actually get seen, to actually get ridden on the waves of. That is the journey of bringing the inner to the outer and from the outer inner. And when we rupture that bridge, when we rupture that place and we keep it marginalized, compartmentalized, it fractures us. It fractures our mind. It breaks this web of relating, of co-creating the dance that we are co-creating with nature, with all of reality. And in this crucible of flesh and spirit, of cosmos and earth, of the self and the other, we are being asked to come into integrity and alignment. And there is deep medicine inside of the places where these poisons have come in, where these places where we've been gaslit and invalidated, power taken from us, repression. It's like all this gravity, all this pressure of like the coal coming down, crunching us pressurizing us to make this diamond of consciousness, this diamond of who we are so that we may emanate, vibrate our soul's essence through our physical body. You know, plants, you, you look at a plant or a tree and they are just expressing there's no break from their spirit to their flesh, their spirit to their leaves and their bark, their form is an exact embodiment of their soul. There is no break in that. And with humans, we have distorted, contorted ourselves so much that our form, even the way we walk, the way we talk, the way we live really makes it hard to actually be in that right relationship, bringing our physicality and our energy into the symbiotic dance that emanates our essence. And in this month of May, with all of this beautiful potency and with Black Moon Lilith going into Leo, giving us this sword of passion and desire and courage to fight, to slash through the roles, slash through the masks 
to be able to take those masks off, peel them off, compost them into the fertile, rich soils of our earth and our lives so that it can feed the temple that we are creating with all that we value and all of our art, all of our expression, our voice, being a song of worship to that which we are here to embody, allowing all the realms and all the beings that have made their libraries inside of you, inside of me, to come out and in that dance, in that liberation, like Jupiter and Aries, trying to free us. There has been a war on our minds. There has been a war on our desire, on our bodies. This is time to fight, but the fight is inside to liberate so that you can express with that black moon Lilith and Leo, express your heart, not the role. Express your joy, express your authenticity, even your fucking awkwardness. I don't care, just express who you really are so that all of the programs, all of the hooks, all of the masks and the skins that have been dried, refusing to be shed, refusing to be sloughed off, can start to decompose. This is the time where the Scorpio poison, the poison of all those betrayals, of all those deep places where you have violated yourself or others have violated you, all those places you've been invalidated and your mind fractured, lonely, isolated. This is the time to really allow yourself, express yourself, allow your art to validate and to, to reflect you back to you. Be discerning with who you choose to be that mirror for you. Make sure that you allow your lenses to be cleared so that you can come into right relationship with your body and your outer world, your outer temple. Be clear what you are in service of, what you value, and allow your mind to flower so that it can open and heal. Heal by creating that which you value, creating that which you are to be seen outside, to be seen inside of the people that you love, to be seen inside of how you tend the earth, to be seen inside of how you express your art. Let that heal your mind.